Good evening, and welcome to the Sleep with Josh podcast. It's the podcast where you sleep patriotically with Josh. I am comedian Josh Yang, and every episode I read various pieces of literature in my trademark monotone voice to help you drift off to sleep. Literature like the dictionary, laws, various manuals, the different terms of services that everyone agrees to but never really reads, and other random boring ideas. Since today is July 1st, Canada Day, I will be reading the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms in celebration of my home country of Canada. We're not a perfect country. We have our faults. And our history is not spotless. But based on what our country strives to be, and the multicultural fabric that helps it grow. I am still proud to say that I am Canadian. It is also important to acknowledge that the land upon which Canada stands is the traditional territories of hundreds of different First Nations and Aboriginal tribes across Canada. Each with a unique, vibrant history and community, and should be respected and not forgotten. Now sit back after a day of celebration and fireworks, and close your eyes, because you'll get tired and patriotic of this podcast, guaranteed. Before I begin, the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, I will read the National Anthem of Canada, O Canada, the only national anthem in the world that also sleeps with you, O Canada, O Canada our home and native land, true patriot love in all of us command. With glowing hearts we see thee rise, the true north strong and free. From far and wide, O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. God keep our land glorious and free. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. 
O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Now, the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which was entrenched into the Constitution of Canada in 1982, with the passing of the Constitution Act. This act amended the British North America Act of 1867, which first established the Dominion of Canada as a confederation of provinces. It also completed the patriation of the Canadian Constitution, which took away the power to amend the Canadian Constitution from the British Parliament, thus establishing full sovereignty. The Charter of Rights and Freedoms is the first part of the Constitution of Canada. Title the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Whereas Canada is founded upon principles that recognize the supremacy of God and the rule of law. Guarantee of Rights and Freedoms. Section 1. The Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms guarantees the rights and freedoms set out in it subject only to such reasonable limits prescribed by law as can be demonstrably justified in a free and democratic society. Fundamental Freedoms Section 2 Everyone has the following fundamental freedoms. A. Freedom of conscience and religion. B. Freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression, including freedom of the press and other media of communication. C. Freedom of peaceful assembly. And D. Freedom of association. Democratic rights. Section 3. Every citizen of Canada has the right to vote in an election of members of the House of Commons or of a legislative assembly and to be qualified for membership therein. Section 4. Subsection 1. Maximum Durations of Legislative Bodies. No House of Commons and no Legislative Assembly shall continue for longer than five years from the date fixed for the return of the writs at a general election of its members. Subsection 2. Continuation in Special Circumstances. In time of real or apprehended war, invasion, or insurrection, a House of Commons may be continued by Parliament, and a Legislative Assembly 
may be continued by the legislature beyond five years if such continuation is not opposed by the votes of more than one-third of the members of the House of Commons or the Legislative Assembly, as the case may be. Section 5. Annual Sitting of Legislative Bodies There shall be a sitting of Parliament and of each legislature at least once every twelve months. Mobility Rights Section 6, Subsection 1 Mobility of Citizens Every citizen of Canada has the right to enter remain in, and leave Canada. Subsection 2. Rights to move and gain livelihood. Every citizen of Canada and every person who has the status of a permanent resident of Canada has the right, A, to move to and take up residence in any province, and B, to pursue the gaining of a livelihood in any province. Section 3 Subsection 3 Limitation The rights specified in Subsection 2 are subject to a. Any laws or practices of general application in force in a province other than those that discriminate among persons primarily on the basis of province of present or previous residence, and b. Any laws providing for reasonable residency requirements as a qualification for the receipt of publicly provided social services. Subsection 4 Affirmative Action Programs Subsections 2 and 3 do not preclude any law, program, or activity that has as its object the amelioration amelioration I've never seen that word before amelioration in a province of conditions of individuals in that province who are socially or economically disadvantaged if the rate of employment in that province is below the rate of employment in Canada. Legal Rights Section 7 Life, Liberty, and Security of Person Everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security of the person and the right not to be deprived thereof, except in accordance with the principles of fundamental justice. Section 8. Search or Seizure Everyone has the right to be secure against unreasonable search or seizure. Section 9. Detention or Imprisonment Everyone has the right not to be arbitrarily detained or imprisoned. Section 10. Arrest or Detention Everyone has the right on arrest or detention. 
A, to be informed promptly of the reasons thereof, therefore. B, to retain and instruct counsel without delay, and to be informed of that right. And C, to have the validity of the detention determined by way of habeas corpus, and to be released if the detention is not lawful. Section 11. Proceedings in Criminal and Penal Matters Any persons charged with an offense has the right a. to be informed without unreasonable delay of the specific offense, b. to be tried within a reasonable time, c. Not to be compelled to be a witness in proceedings against that person in respect of the offense. D. To be presumed innocent until proven guilty according to law in a fair and public hearing by an independent and impartial tribunal. E. Not to be denied reasonable bail without just cause. F except in the case of an offense under military law tried before a military tribunal to the benefit of trial by jury where the maximum punishment for the offense is imprisonment for five years or a more severe punishment g not to be found guilty on account of any act or omission unless at the time of the act or omission, it constituted an offense under Canadian or international law, or was criminal according to the general principles of law recognized by the community of nations. H. If finally acquitted of the offense, not to be tried for it again, and if finally found guilty and punished for the offense, not to be tried or punished for it, again, and I, if found guilty of the offense, and if the punishment for the offense has been varied between the time of commission and the time of sentencing, to the benefit of the lesser punishment. Section 12. Treatment or Punishment. Everyone has the right not to be subjected to any cruel and unusual treatment or punishment. Section 13. Self-crimination. A witness who testifies in any proceedings has the right not to have any incriminating evidence so given used to incriminate that witness in any other proceedings except in a prosecution for perjury or for the giving of contradictory evidence. Section 14. Interpreter. A party or witness in any proceedings who does not understand or speak the language in which the proceedings are conducted, or who is deaf, has the right to the assistance of an interpreter. Equality Rights. Section 15. Subsection 1. Equality before and under law, and equal protection and benefit of law. Every individual is equal and under the law, 
and has the right to the equal protection and equal benefit of the law without discrimination and, in particular, without discrimination based on race, national or ethnic origin, color, religion, sex, age or mental or physical disability. Subsection 2. Affirmative Action Programs Subsection 1 does not preclude any law, program, or activity that has as its object the amelioration of conditions of disadvantaged individuals or groups, including those that are disadvantaged because of race, national or ethnic origin, color, religion, sex, age, or mental or physical disability. Official Languages of Canada Section 16, Subsection 1 Official Languages of Canada English and French are the official languages of Canada and have equality of status and equal rights and privileges as to their use in all institutions of the Parliament and Government of Canada. Subsection 2 Official Languages of New Brunswick English and French are the official languages of New Brunswick and have equality of status and equal rights and privileges as to their use in all institutions of the legislature and government of New Brunswick. I wonder why New Brunswick gets special treatment. Interesting. Subsection 3. Advancement of Status and Use Nothing in this charter limits the authority of Parliament or a legislature to advance the equality of status or use of English and French. Section 16.1, Subsection 1 English and French Linguistic Communities in New Brunswick The English Linguistic Community and the French Linguistic Community in New Brunswick have equality of status and equal rights and privileges, including the right to distinct educational institutions and such distinct cultural institutions as are necessary for the preservation and promotion of those communities. Subsection 2. Role of the Legislature and Government of New Brunswick The role of the Legislature and Government of New Brunswick to preserve and promote the status, rights, and privileges referred to in subsection 1 is affirmed. Section 17, subsection 1. Proceedings of Parliament. Everyone has the right to use English or French in any debates and other proceedings of Parliament. Subsection 2. Proceedings of New Brunswick Legislature. Everyone has the right to use English or French in any debates and other proceedings of the legislature of New Brunswick. Section 18, subsection 1, Parliamentary Statutes and Records. The statutes, records, and journals of Parliament shall be printed and published in English and French, and both language versions are equally authoritative. Subsection 2. New Brunswick Statutes and Records. 
The statutes, records, and journals of the legislature of New Brunswick shall be printed and published in English and French, and both language versions are equally authoritative. Section 19, subsection 1. Proceedings in courts established by Parliament, either English or French, may be used by any person in, or in any pleading in, or process issuing from, any court established by Parliament. Subsection 2. Proceedings in New Brunswick Courts. Either English or French may be used by any person in, or in any pleading in, or process issuing from, any court of New Brunswick. Section 20. Subsection 1. Communications by public with federal institutions. Any member of the public in Canada has the right to communicate with and to receive available services from any head or central office of an institution of the Parliament or Government of Canada, in English or French, and has the same right with respect to any other office of any such institution where a. There is a significant demand for communications with and services from that office in such language. Or b. Due to the nature of the office, it is reasonable that communications with and services from that office be available in both English and French. Subsection 2. Communications by public with New Brunswick institutions. Any member of the public in New Brunswick has the right to communicate with and to receive available services from any office of an institution of the legislature or government of New Brunswick in English or French. Section 21. Continuation of existing constitutional provisions. Nothing in Section 16 to 20 abrogates or derogates from any right, privilege, or obligation with respect to the English and French languages, or either of them, that exists or is continued by virtue of any other provision of the Constitution of Canada. Section 22. Rights and Privileges Preserved. Nothing in sections 16 to 20 abrogates or derogates from any legal or customary right or privilege acquired or enjoined either before or after the coming into force of this charter with respect to any language that is not English or French. Minority Language Educational Rights Section 23. Language of Instruction. Subsection 1. Citizens of Canada, A, whose first language learned and still understood is that of the English or French linguistic minority population of the province in which they reside, or B, who have received their primary school instruction in Canada in English or French, and reside in a province where the language in which they receive that instruction is the language of the English or French linguistic minority population of the province, 
have the right to have their children receive primary and secondary school instruction in that language in that province. Subsection 2. Continuity of Language Instruction Citizens of Canada, of whom any child has received, or is receiving, primary or secondary school instruction in English or French in Canada, have the right to have their all their children receive primary and secondary school instruction in the same language. Subsection 3. Application where numbers warrant. The right of citizens of Canada under subsections 1 and 2 to have their children receive primary and secondary school instruction in the language of the English or French linguistic minority population of a province. A. Applies wherever in the province the number of children of citizens who have such a right is sufficient to warrant the provision to them out of public funds of minority language instruction and b includes where the number of those children so warrants the right to have them receive that instruction in minority language educational facilities provided out of public funds enforcement section 21 subsection 1 enforcement of guaranteed rights and freedoms anyone whose rights or freedoms, as guaranteed by this charter, have been infringed or denied, may apply to a court of competent jurisdiction to obtain such remedy as the court considers appropriate and just in the circumstances. Subsection 2. Exclusion of evidence bringing administration of justice into disrepute, where in proceedings under subsection 1, a court concludes that evidence was obtained in a manner that infringed or denied any rights or freedoms guaranteed by this charter. The evidence shall be excluded if it is established that, having regard to all the circumstances, the admission of it in the proceedings would bring the administration of justice into disrepute. General. Section 25. Aboriginal Rights and Freedoms Not Affected by Charter. The guarantee in this charter of certain rights and freedoms shall not be construed so as to abrogate or derogate from any Aboriginal treaty or other rights or freedoms that pertain to the Aboriginal peoples of Canada including a. any rights or freedoms that have been recognized by the Royal Proclamation of October 7, 1763, and b. any rights or freedoms that now exist by way of land claims, agreements, or may be so acquired. Section 26. Other Rights and Freedoms Not Affected by Charter the guarantee in this charter of certain rights and freedoms shall not be construed as denying the existence of any other rights or freedoms 
that exist in Canada. Section 27. Multicultural Heritage. This charter shall be interpreted in a manner consistent with the preservation and enhancement of the multicultural heritage of Canadians. Section 28. Rights guaranteed equally to both sexes, notwithstanding anything in this charter. The rights and freedoms referred to in it are guaranteed equally to male and female persons. Section 29. Rights respecting certain schools preserved. Nothing in this charter abrogates or derogates from any rights or privileges guaranteed by or under the Constitution of Canada in respect of denominational, separate, or dissentient schools. Section 30. Application to Territories and Territorial Authorities. A reference in this charter to a province or to the legislative assembly or legislature of a province shall be deemed to include a reference to the Yukon Territory and the Northwest Territories or to the appropriate legislative authority thereof, as the case may be. Section 31. Legislative Powers Not Extended Nothing in this charter extends the legislative powers of any body or authority. Application of Charter Section 32, Subsection 1 Application of Charter This charter applies a. to the Parliament and Government of Canada in respect of all matters within the authority of Parliament including all matters relating to the Yukon Territory and Northwest Territories, and b. to the legislature and government of each province, in respect of all matters within the authority of the legislature of each province. Subsection 2. Exception. Notwithstanding Subsection 1, Section 15 shall not have effect until three years after this section comes into force. Section 33, subsection 1, exception where express declaration. Parliament, or the legislature of any province, may expressly declare in an act of Parliament, or of the legislature, as the case may be, that the act or a provision thereof shall operate notwithstanding a provision included in Section 2 or Sections 7 to 15 of this Charter. Subsection 2. Operation of Exception. An act or a provision of an act, in respect of which a declaration made under this section is in effect, shall have such operation as it would have but for the provision of this charter, referred to in the Declaration. Subsection 3. Five-Year Limitation A declaration made under subsection 1 shall cease to have effect five years after it comes into force, or on such earlier date as may be specified 
in declaration. Subsection okay. 4. Reenactment. Parliament or a legislature of a province may reenact a declaration made under subsection 1. Subsection 5. Five-year limitation. Subsection 3 applies in respect of a reenactment made under subsection 4. And finally, citation. Section 34. This part may be cited as the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. That was part one of the Canadian Constitution. That's it. That is the Charter of Rights and Freedoms that all Canadians are guaranteed as a Bill of Rights. This is actually the first time I've read through it, so hey, I feel more Canadian than ever. So today, on July 1st, 2020, I want to thank you all for listening. Happy Canada Day. I am proud to be Canadian. Good night.